0: Welcome to the Imperfect Life Weight Loss with Love podcast, where I coach real women whose belief in all or or nothing is keeping them stuck in the endless cycle of diet, fail, repeat. I'm your host, Andrea Mathis, and I am on a mission to help women let go of perfection so that they can love themselves more, care for their bodies better, and create sustainable habits that support their ideal weight, and more importantly, improve their quality of life. From 328 pounds to triathlete to mom at 40, I know what they are two about weight loss, body image, and what it takes to overcome challenges with food, fitness, and life. If you're ready to love yourself more, care for your body better, and create sustainable habits that support your ideal weight and ultimately improve your quality of life, then you've come to the right place. This episode is brought to you by Imperfect Life Evolve, a monthly membership for women who are serious about transforming themselves, their bodies, and their lifestyles from the inside out. Learn more at imperfectlife.com evolve. Hey, everyone. I am here with Sue for episode three of the Imperfect Life Weight Loss with Love podcast. Welcome, Sue. So good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad you're here. Um, We today are going to do a live coaching session and we're going to get down to the hopefully the root of what's going on with you and find some valuable solutions that will help you overcome some obstacles and achieve your goals. So, tell us a little bit about sort of where you are, where you've been, and where you want to go.
1: So weight loss, um, being heavier has always been, you know, my adult life. Um, Also part of my teenage life, but not to the extent. Um, It just seems like within the last, I don't know, about 20 years that it really took a toll because I went from always being on the go on my feet to being sit down all the time. So, um, you know, the weight kind of packed on, um, quality of life really started slipping and just really started being unhappy with who I am. Um, my boyfriend Bill, who I've been with for about, um, almost 16 and a half years. Um, we talked about about like five years ago, um, really wanting me to push for the weight loss surgery. Um, I hemmed and hawed, kind of put it off. Um, we share a primary doctor, so she also was pushing towards it. So I finally did decide that I would go for it, did, um, you know, during the first couple of years really successful. I lost about 160 pounds. Um, I was feeling amazing, and old habits started to creep in. We went to Vegas, and that was really was kind of like my downfall because I stopped doing the things that made me successful so currently, right now of the one hundred and sixty that I lost, I probably have gained about half of it back, and I'm really starting to see that deterioration again of the quality of life being in the constant pain not eating the things that i should be eating and you know just really being miserable and having to be so calculated in any activity that i decide i want to do whether it's you know i'm going to be able to either stand find a place to sit you know how much am i going to have to walk um so it's really gotten to the point where again, I'm back to being the prisoner of me and just not enjoying it anymore. And I need to find a way to once and for all, just kind of turn it around. I mean, I got it perfect in my head and it's just, you know, it's just the follow through and it's doing it and, you know, doing things for more than a couple days and, you know, I just have to decide what I love more, you know, my favorite foods or life. And I think that's just where I'm at right now is that I have to make that choice.
0: Okay. That's some good stuff. Some rough stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel you want so much of it. Um, You know, I, I, talk about being trapped in my body for so many years. And it is like, you are a prisoner. I, I, I I never thought of it that way, but yeah, you become a prisoner of yourself and your body and, um, you know, it makes you feel totally out of control and helpless and hopeless. Those, that's how I felt. I just remember that feeling of hopelessness Mm -hmm. and helplessness that, um, and not, not being like just totally out of control and and going to bed at night and wishing and hoping and promising that tomorrow would be better and then waking up and doing it all over again. Yep. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, so weight loss surgery is near and mm-hmm. dear to my heart, um, having had it myself. And the topic of weight loss surgery is... Uh, it's, it's one that, that comes up often, I guess, because I've had weight loss surgery, and So people want to know like, what was my experience? And, um, you know, I think everyone is different and you're in the evolve group. You're a member of evolve. And actually this topic came up recently in that group. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, the general consensus is whether it's mine or other people's that, unless we work on the stuff that got us to where we were, we're going to find ourselves right back where we started. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, and that goes with, for any kind of weight loss, whether it's weight loss surgery, keto, weight watchers, Jenny Craig, like it doesn't matter what diet you do. If you only learn how to diet, you're going to have to be on a diet the rest of your life or you're going to get right back where you started.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And it was funny. I was having a conversation with Bill the other day, and he, we were talking about revision. And I'm like, why? I said, it's not solving my issue. I said, it's putting a temporary Band-Aid on you know, a permanent solution. And I said, unless I learn to deal with me and food, I said, a revision will do absolutely nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So in, um, I think you did the, my free, um, well, I did it first as part of the Evolve program, the um, lose, How to Lose Weight Responsibly workshop, which is now free on my website for anyone who wants to, to go through it. Um, but in that, I talk about my six step approach to weight loss, which is, to forgive yourself, practice mindfulness, create sustainable habits, um, practice, uh, adapt, and repeat. And and the mindfulness part is really where the progress is made. Because unless you learn to be mindful of you and your choices, you're going to keep finding yourself right back in that same place over and over and over again. So have you been able to identify, you know, when we talk about weight loss, we talk about motivation and and your motivation being your why. But ultimately, like your your motivation never really goes away. People say, Oh, I can't get motivated. I can't find my motivation. Your motivation is always there. Your reason for wanting to change mm-hmm. never leaves. You don't ever think to yourself, like, oh, forget it. I want to be uncomfortable for the rest of my life. This is awesome. Like that does that doesn't happen. <laughs> Just does not happen. What happens is that we don't address why or how we got to where we are. And that's the why that is important. So can you identify why you choose, as you put it, food over life? Do you know why you do that?
1: Yes. Um, it stems back to childhood. Um. And I realized, you know, when I started doing a lot of self-reflection that I am a lot like my mother. Um, My mother would hide food. She would buy food for everybody, and then she'd have her special stash that she kept in her room that she ate. You know, um, she worked the overnight, so she would come home, and when she would go to bed, she would, like, read or watch TV, and she'd have her little secret stash in her room. That was hers. And I found out that when I worked overnights, I did the same thing. I would bring stuff home, eat before Bill would get up, and that it wasn't there. And I realized that I didn't like to share. So it would be mine and mine alone stash. And um, nutrition just wasn't big in the house growing up. Um, vegetables were optional um, as long as I had you know applesauce which was you know the canned processed <laughs> stuff you oh, know yeah we had I that yep my vegetable it was the blue boy can I remember it specifically and you know if I didn't like what was cooked I had to have my spoonful of you know no no thank you helping as my mother called it and called it a day and it was a lot of you know processed foods and I remember my least favorite meal growing up was probably one of the healthiest and that was pot roast and boiled potatoes and vegetables and I'm like ew what is this and yeah I just remember my first you know time being over at a friend's house for dinner and It was pot roast, mashed potatoes, and broccoli, and I'm like, how do you serve this to a (laughs) five-year-old? Yeah, I never. um, Yeah, so it stems from growing up, and just never kicked it. Um, I'm a little bit better. I'm a little bit more vegetable tolerant. I'm actually a little bit more adventuresome, um, but it better taste good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And no, what, it, what what constitutes tasting good? What, it, what qualifies as tasting good?
1: Covered um, in staple. cheese
0: and salt and no, butter? I'm, no? Okay. No,
1: no um, I'm a little bit better than that. I mean, in some aspects, maybe, but it's, it's not specific. Um, just spices. I, okay. I'm a big spice girl. So it's like, okay, where's the garlic powder, the onion? Yeah. So it's nothing sure. that's really cracking on, you know, calories. I mean, it's not a horrible thing. But, you know, if you just handed me a stock of kick, asparagus and i'm like okay but you know you put some seasoning on and i'm like oh this is you know pretty good
0: all right so we're, we're gonna get to that in a minute um but first i want to address your past all right let me let me make a note here okay. address veggies because <laughs> you know i'm a fan of veggies um, yes yes so we to
1: be a fan of fish though too so this is going to go both ways.
0: <laughs> yes, I am not a fan of fish. I wish I was. I'm working on it. I have halibut in my freezer, which I will cook eventually someday. Um, podcast on that of cooking it together, we can all cook together. Yeah. <laughs> that would need to be like a video, video episode of me going, Oh yeah, fish in my mouth. I swear I'm chewing it. <laughs> Real quick, do me a favor, but yeah. you're, what you're holding your phone, you're starting oh. to hit your microphone, I think, because you're sort of cutting in and out. You're getting muffled.
1: Okay, is Got that it? better?
0: Yes, much better. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so first, let's talk about your past, because listen, we all have a past, and our past is what forms us, you know, our mm-hmm. childhood. I cannot tell you how many women I've worked with who have... I'm going to use the word "bad," unhealthy air quotes here, relationship with food, because of the way they were raised, mm-hmm. and that's not your fault. You you know that that's not your fault. You you no. can't help how your mom dealt with food, and obviously she had her own issues with food. If mm-hmm. she was hiding food, and um, you know didn't want to share like like you said you struggle with right, mm-hmm. um was food scarce? Like, was, was it?
1: No. Nope. Nope. Okay. So you had. rewarded. It was weird. It was just rewarded. I remember this just popped in my head too, that um after going to the dentist and getting a cavity filled, the reward was going to get ice cream.
0: <laughs> I think that's very common. I know. I know. Listen, as the mom of two young children, I am constantly like, okay, am I instilling responsible food habits in them without like making a big deal about it because you don't like, I don't wanna, I I wanted food to be a non-issue for them. Like I don't want donuts to have any more power than broccoli. They both have their place in a happy, healthy lifestyle. We do need rule number two for living a happy, healthy and perfect life is to enjoy your food, eat foods that nourish your body most of the time and eat foods for pleasure some of the time finding that balance can be tricky but it is possible mm-hmm. but when we've been raised with like you said processed foods um, you you naturally i shouldn't say naturally you've been at, you've been trained your 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 taste buds your brain your your uh, um neuroreceptors like you've been trained that these are the foods that feel good. You get that, that response that, that I think it's a dopamine response, right? To fat and sugar. So you're, that's the reward. Like the ice cream can be a reward for getting dental work. That's fine. That's not an issue. The issue is when you've become so accustomed to that, not you, but your brain has become so accustomed to those high fat, high sugar, high salt, high taste, high society, sis, what's the word, <laughs> <laughs> that, satiety, say, but yeah. I, I, I've always said it satiety. And then I real. someone said the other day, no, it's satiety, satiety. I think, satiety, it's, I think it's, it's, apparently yeah. I've been saying it wrong for like my entire life. Now I'm going to get tripped up forever. Um, But those foods, that is the reward. And that's an instant reward, which is really hard to overcome. Yes. You know, are you going to get that quick response from the French fries? Or are you going to, that's like an instant reward? Or are you going to wait and get the reward from the broccoli, which is not going to feel anywhere near as good as those french fries in the moment but in the long run the reward is way better yeah and yeah and and that's like the motivation the why but again you know your why that hasn't gone anywhere improving your quality of life being able to as you put it in your pre um pre-session questions being able to get off the floor more easily being able to to be comfortable in chairs, all of those things that, again, like, I totally get because that's where I lived for a long time. And that takes a toll on us physically, mentally, and emotionally, Mm -hmm. Um, which can then, you know, again, like, in that moment, while I already don't fit in the chair, I'm already uncomfortable, so I might as well eat the french fries because they're going to feel good right now. Is, I mean it's like, a, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer. Like we're, you know, we're, we're programmed for immediate gratification. So how do you get past that? How do you get past the immediate gratification and move to lifelong success or a, a future of feeling better? Yeah. Um, so let's talk about like the, the motivation in the moment. And you, I actually did a video on this the other day for the Evolve group, it was my my Monday morning pep talk on Tuesday last week cause I was out of town, but it was about motivation and making those choices, like being motivated in the moment, how you get motivated in the moment, right? Was that, did I, is that what the video was that I did last week? No, I'm, No, I'm second guessing myself and thinking maybe that's what I was planning to do tomorrow. I don't think so. I think, no, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was on motivation yeah. and, and making the choice in the moment. So how do you, in the moment, go from, okay, I can eat these French fries that are going to feel really good right now, or I can eat this broccoli that's going to feel better in the future. And part of that is that knowing that, reminding yourself that pleasure in that moment with those French fries is fleeting. It is temporary. hmm How are you gonna feel after you eat the french fries? I'm not a fan of regret, remorse, guilt, and shame, Mm -hmm. right? I don't think those are good motivators, but knowing that you're probably not gonna feel great after making that choice, stopping in that moment, what do I really want? Mm -hmm. Do you ever stop to do that and ask yourself, what do I really want?
1: Not as much as I should. But one of the things that um, I'm going to try to do is, you know, re- is to really stop, think, wait a half hour, and then really reevaluate in that half hour if that's really what I want. Because a lot of times that I found, like, in the past when I've done that, that half hour goes by, I'm into something else. And I've totally forgot about what I wanted previously. Are you hungry when this happens? Sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes, no. It's a lot when I'm at work. Okay. And I'm in this crazy work schedule. Um you know, not really taking time out for lunch, eating at the desk. You know, what am I running to go get? You know, is it going to be McDonald's today? Is it going to be Wendy's? Because they're right up the street. You know, is it before, you know, eight, nine o'clock? Can I go to Starbucks? Um, Oh, neither of those things. Okay, what's in the lunchroom? And then it's a combination of, you know, they do have your healthier stuff in there. And I've, you know, I have a tendency when I do that to eat more of the healthier stuff, um, but still not a 100%. So, again, it's, you know, really it, going back to that mindful thinking and just really thinking about, you know, what I want and what's going to do it for me for the moment, and then is that going to sustain me for the future? Yeah. Do you ever take food to work? Yes, and it sits there, and then something else. <laughs> so, you'll
0: you might pack like a healthy I know you work second shift, right? Yep. Second shift. Yep. Um, so you might pack foods that honor yourself, your body, and your goals, but then yes. you'll be like, eh, I'm just gonna run up to Wendy's real quick. Is that correct? Yeah, okay, and so you. You feel like if you wait 30 minutes before you go to Wendy's, uh-huh. that you will then choose, say, the food that you take or choose something else at Wendy's or not go at all?
1: Yeah, either that or I say, okay, I'm going to start with this that's healthy and then reevaluate in the 30 minutes to see if I'm really still hungry.
0: Yeah, because I'm a fan of eating when you're hungry. hmm I, I am a true believer that when we're hungry, we like true hunger, right? Mm-hmm. Not bored, not procrastinating, not stressed, not tired, but truly hungry that we should eat because that's our body's signal to tell us, Hey, I need energy. I yep. need, I need food. And when we don't honor that hunger cue, what ends up happening a lot of the time is that we then binge because we yep. get past hunger hunger, a normal state of hunger to that ravenous mm-hmm. feeling when we just want to like gorge ourselves on whatever we can find. Um, and so, so I, 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 think waiting and of course mindfulness, like I'm mindfulness is, is, is major, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, one of the most valuable tools you can have in your toolbox. Um, and so stopping to ask, like, what do I really want? Or waiting a few minutes to make sure you're really hungry, have a drink of water, um, you know, practice some deep breathing, uh, find, you know, a small task that you can do to make sure that you are genuinely hungry is a great tactic. I would be concerned, I, and if this works for you, then great. But mm-hmm. I, I, I am like a little bit concerned about a whole half hour again Mm -hmm. everyone is different if that works for you do it but be very mindful of like is the half hour a good amount of time or is it too much because if it's sending you over the edge and if you're spending that full half hour thinking okay what am I going to eat when this half hour is over Mm -hmm. yeah does that ever happen
1: (laughs) usually not when I'm at work because I'm so engrossed in what I'm doing so no okay good Good. But as I said, so either at that point, it's like, I forget to at that point to maybe even eat it all. <laughs> I'm going that night too. It's like, wow, it's 11 o'clock at night and um, gosh, did I eat it all today?
0: And th- that's, th- th- there's nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing wrong with that. Because again, as long as you're honoring your, your body's hunger cues, mm-hmm. you'll it'll tell you when it needs to eat. But it's yeah. really hard when we've been trained or have spent our entire lives giving into every impulsive decision mm-hmm. to recognize what true hunger is.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I found that out too. It's like when I, when I'm doing better and I'm eating, cause I still do the smaller meals. So I, I try to do like, you know, five to six meals, mini meals a day. So mm-hmm. I usually call for that two, two a meal. Um, that when I start doing that, and I'm not eating as much at a time or as many calories at a time, that it's taking less and less to make me full. So, I knowing that too, is that you have your, you know, your slider foods that just don't fill you up, so you just keep eating more and more. And yes. I find with most of your, you know, um, unhealthy Stuff that they're mostly slider foods.
0: Right. For anybody who doesn't know what a slider food is, in the weight loss surgery community, it's what they refer to foods that, like Sue said, they are very, they go down very easily. They're typically high fat, high sugar, highly processed. Um, They don't take much time to hit your bloodstream at all. (laughs) Um, And they're sort of in and out of your pouch very quickly. Mm -hmm. And but that doesn't mean you're not absorbing the calories because your calories are absorbed in your intestines. Right. Um, so you're still absorbing the calories, but you're not giving, you're not getting that satisfaction from having a meal, um, mentally Mm -hmm. and, and even physically, because again, your, your, your pouch empties and then your body's saying, hey, I'm hungry. Feed me some food. <laughs> you didn't feed me enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And I think that's um, also one of those things that takes practice because we're used to feeling satisfied when our bellies are full. Mm-hmm. Instead of, we, we tend to listen just to our stomachs. And I, I'm not telling you that your stomach should be growling, rumbling, you know, because that, that's true hunger. When your stomach is growling and rumbling. That's it. Like, give me some food. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between that and your stomach just being empty. Yep. And we can confuse that empty feeling with hunger, which is when you have to tune into the other parts of your body, because when you're really hungry, you will start to notice that you feel you're having a hard time focusing. You're, you're feeling tired. You don't have as much energy. Um, you know, the, the, the the food is food is energy. It's fuel, right? It's it's just that's that's all it is. And so when you don't have um, energy, then your yeah. body is going to feel tired. Your brain is going to feel foggy. And then and that's when you start listening to those cues and you realize, okay, this is when I'm truly hungry, not just when my stomach feels empty, but when my body starts to feel my body and my brain start to feel like, okay, I need some fuel to focus or to function, then that's true hunger. And finding that it takes a it takes practice. It's not something that you're just like, oh, I've decided I'm now going to listen to my body instead of my stomach and everything is going to be fantastic. It's not, it takes a long time to learn and then it takes practice, which is why uh, step number, what is it, step number four, um, for uh, losing weight responsibly is practice because it all takes practice. We have to get those old habits out of the way. And the thing is they never really go away, totally. They're, they're always there. We're just creating new habits to take their place most of the time. Yep, yep. but then when we're stressed, those old habits creep back in. Mm-hmm. What happened in Las Vegas that sort of set you, Down the downward spiral.
1: I got introduced to deep fried Oreos. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, deep fried Oreos. Mm -hmm. We were staying in Old Vegas and there were a lot of like your little vendors and food was so dirt cheap. They're like, you got three deep fried Oreos for 99 cents. Oh, wow. So I was at the hotel doing whatever. Bill had gone out. He was coming back, and he's like, I got a treat, and they were deep-fried Oreos and deep-fried Twinkies, and he's like, I got all of this. There was like about like nine of them for like three bucks, and I'm like, uh-huh, <laughs> and it was just so funny when we started this trip is that, you know, I was still so into how much energy I had. You know, I had my, you know, Fitbit on. I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, ramp up all these, like, steps, and, um you know I was like oh you know I want to you know take the longest route possible to walk and Bill goes you're gonna burn yourself out you better like take it slow and I was like no I got all this energy and it was like the first like I think day that I was there I did like 17,000 steps and I was like woo! and then yeah by the time I got home and yeah as I said it was just downhill because you know you know I, I call it unfortunate, but fortunate that food—you know—foods didn't bother me. Sugar yeah. didn't bother me. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I've never had any issues either,
1: so I, I feel yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Ugh. it's like a curse, but not a curse. And
0: yeah. I remember thinking before the surgery, oh, after I won't have to make the choices anymore because my body will make them for me. If I eat carbs or sugar, I will get violently ill. And that was not the case. Um, Being, you know, what's eight years out now, I'm actually very grateful, but I have worked really hard on learning how to find that balance. And, um, but it's, yeah, it, it, uh, (laughs) I do remember wishing or thinking or hoping, expecting that Mm -hmm. I would, you know, never be able to eat brownies again because they would make me sick and I wouldn't have to choose between brownies and an apple because the choice would be made for me. Yeah, no. Yeah. So before you went to Vegas, were you like being very, again, air quotes, good? Were you like sticking to the bariatric plan, like protein first, veggies, no sugar? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I was like glued to labels okay how much protein was in this how much carbs was in this how much sugar was in this yeah i and and it's funny because i still do that that is ingrained in me is that i will still read labels to see how much protein is in certain things or you know how much sugar is in certain things and so i still do that um that is like ingrained in me and i still go for protein first so that part has not Changed. I'm still like a protein junkie. Well, that's good. And or not? Protein
0: and sugar together. Well, you know that's just a bonus. <laughs> I was gonna say this is just like deep fried chicken tenders. <laughs>
1: right. Um, you know my big thing is protein bars. Okay. They're the worst empty calorie things that you can ever have in your whole entire life. But it's got protein in it and ton of carbs. So, you know, it's a win-win. It, it depends on so. which kind
0: you choose, but um, they, yeah, they can't, protein bars can be, well, it depends on if it's considered a protein bar, a snack, or a protein bar meal replacement, and that's, mm-hmm. that goes with protein shakes as well, and people don't yeah. notice or recognize, they think, oh, I'm having a protein shake, this is good for me, or oh, I'm having a protein smoothie, this is good for me. Sure. And when you break it all down, you're eating like five, 600 calories in a smoothie yes. and you're not sat- truly satisfied, so then you're eating food on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why in Evolve, we, we talk about tracking your foods because knowledge is power. It's not about pass or fail. But when you start tracking your foods, you learn, okay, this is this many calories. This you know, And again, it's not about pass or fail, no. But it is, it's, it's knowledge is power. I will say that over and over and over again. Oh, knowledge cool. is power. Mm-hmm. And we can go mindlessly through life and just, you know, eating a 600 calorie protein smoothie every morning and then having a an a mid morning snack of, you know, whatever, a protein bar, that's another 300 calories. And now by noon, you've had almost a thousand calories. And especially if you so- have a a sedentary job, you're just sitting there, you might think that you're making all the right decisions, but they're not what your body needs.
1: No. And it's such a great point because, you know, I'll sit there and say, okay, you know, I really didn't do that bad today. But like, when you don't track it, you don't know all the macro breakdown and You know, it's like, okay, it's like, why isn't the scale budging? I'm eating all these healthy foods, but it's not knowing the calorie breakdown and knowing that, you know, for me personally, I need to be between that 1,000 to 1,200 calories or I'm not, you know, not going to do anything. And, And I have to be realistic. And that's the part that I also can't get over either, is that, you know, I'm past that first... 18 month period where it's going to melt off. And I'm back to, you know, pre-surgery metabolism that it's going to be rough, you know, and I'm sad to say pushing 50. So there goes the, you know, the metabolism too. And I, I have to start being more realistic in my expectations and that it's, and it, I have to do this more for how I'm feeling than a number on a scale. And I, and I can't be so focused on that number on the scale. I have to be focused on how I'm feeling and how my clothes are fitting. And that has to be my new motivation instead of a number on a scale.
0: Yes, absolutely. My, I can hear my child screaming in the background. So for anyone listening, <laughs> it's my four-year-old having a good old time downstairs. I am upstairs in a locked bedroom, carpeted, and he is on the other side of the house. Loudest kid ever. I swear that kid is the loudest kid ever. Um, yes. Okay. So you, you said 1,000 to, to 1,200 calories a day is where you believe you need to be in order to lose weight. Uh-huh. And, you know, again, everyone is different. Um, I will argue to the cows come home that it is calories in calories out. It's just, it's science. It's science now within those calories, different people's bodies can, can, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, can, uh, utilize, we'll go with utilize. It's not the word I want to use, but we're going to go with it different macronutrient um, combinations and even different types of food. You know, people, some people can lose weight on a thousand calories of McDonald's every day. It's been done. There's like, you know, Mm -hmm. stories about it. Um, But for other people that would cause instant inflammation, all of the salt, fat, sugar, processed, you know, carbohydrates, gluten, all of that soy, Um, You know, and they wouldn't be able to lose a pound. And so learning your body, again, like when you track your foods, it's more knowledge, it's more um, data for you to look back on and say, okay, this week, I kept my protein at 100 grams a day, I limited my carbohydrates to 75 grams a day. And um, I don't know what the math would be. off the have of my head, but, um, he had some fat too. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably like 50, maybe a hundred. I don't know. I'm not going to try to do the math in my head. Um, but, uh, you know, once you can see that and say, okay, this, this was, this worked really well for me this week. My I felt great. I lost a pound or two pounds even. I had you know, great energy. This is, this works for my body right now. And the thing is that can change <laughs> that, that can change too. You know, you're, you're, I don't know where you are men speaking, you know, menopause. Um, but that is a huge blow to women's bodies mm-hmm. and definitely takes a toll on our ability to shed fat, burn fat. Um, so that could change. I like to say we, we are not a DIY project. You know, we are living, breathing, changing, aging human beings. And okay. that's actually why step number uh, six is to adapt because you, you have to be willing to adapt. Your lifestyle is going to change. Your body's going to change. Your needs are going to change. Um, so having that awareness, that's great. I'm really glad that you are aware of that. Um, so, all right, I want to get back to your habits and creating those habits that support your ideal, um, happy, healthy lifestyle that honor yourself, your body and your goals. Um, you obviously know, you understand calories, you understand protein, you understand you've got, you seem to have like a really good head on your shoulders when it comes to all of that. So I don't need to like drill all of the nutrition stuff into you. No. um, <laughs> um, I, there's definitely, I mean, again, because of your past, because of the way that you're raised, because of your mom and her relationship with food, there's definitely a lot of work that needs to be done that we can't fix in one coaching session. Um, But a lot of work that needs to be done around your relationship with food. And um, it's something that I want to make sure you know as a member of Evolve that you can, we can work on that. in our group coaching calls and stuff. So please don't hesitate to, um, ask for help. Uh Um, but again, we're not going to solve that whole issue in, in one, one session here. So, um, you know, I guess some things that I would say is, um, we can't, we can't give food too much power. You've heard me say that, Uh you know, that, that deep fried Oreo is just a deep fried Oreo. Yeah. It's okay to enjoy a deep fried Oreo. It's okay to enjoy three deep fried Oreos, but you enjoy them and you move on. You don't let those three deep fried Oreos become then a corn dog and (laughs) French fries and onion rings and pizza and, you know, all of those foods. Like there, there's nothing wrong with those foods, but when they are our diet, Mm -hmm. we're not, um, we're not feeding ourselves nutrient-dense foods that our body needs, and we stay in this constant state of hunger. And we are also fighting that constant reward system that our brain is getting every time we eat those foods.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, all right, let's look at a typical day for you. I know you work second shift. Mm-hmm. Um you get up in the morning and what happens
1: i get up i have coffee maybe a little water um protein bar (laughs) and kind of go about my morning um relaxing whatever um sometimes i will eat some yogurt or cottage cheese before going to work um Stop at Dunkin' for my coffee on the way to work. And then, as I said, sometimes I'll bring my lunch. Sometimes I don't. And then it's, you know, either stopping at McDonald's or Rendy's or the vending machine at work. And if it's the vending machine at work, it's usually a little bit better. It's, um, you know, I'll have my cheese, nuts sometimes yogurt protein bars things of that nature and then when i get home from work it's you know sometimes cereal leftovers whatever bill cooked that night or whatever's kind of laying around okay
0: the uh stop at mcdonald's or wendy's is that like on your lunch hour or is that Mm -hmm. Okay, on lunch hour. How how often does that happen? Like in a five day work week? Three. Three. Okay. And um all right. Have you have you done any tracking to sort of figure out where you are? What do you get what do you get? Will you will you tell me what you get at McDonald's or Wendy's?
1: Um cheeseburger, nuggets, coffee.
0: A double cheeseburger, single cheeseburger? Single. Single. Six nuggets, eight nuggets, 10 nuggets? Six.
1: Fries? Nope. See, told you, mindful of the protein. <laughs>
0: All right. Um. And, okay, and then yogurt, cottage cheese. Serving size on that? Eight ounces, 68 ounces. Okay, so like a cup? Yeah. Like a cup, okay. And what kind of protein bar do you do?
1: Um, I'll either do the um, Special K meal protein bars or sometimes the Fiber One protein bars. Okay. Sometimes Atkins. Okay.
0: I don't know. I'm not familiar with those, but I imagine they're probably around three two 300 calories. You think? Depends.
1: Now the fiber ones are about one eighty. Okay. Um, same with the Special K. Um, the Atkins could be around two two fifty though. Okay. Those are more the meal ones. Okay.
0: Okay. And what do you put in your coffee? Cream. Heavy cream
1: no just like uh half and half not like flavored creamer mm, sometimes at home it's home yes um mcdonald's no okay Just regular how many cups of coffee do you have a day yeah About three
0: and is your coffee more coffee than cream or more cream than coffee
1: um, more coffee than cream. Okay. All right. This is I. Oh,
0: I ask because, like, my husband, for instance, he drinks oh. creamer with his coffee, or coffee with his it creamer. Is I guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: It's, yeah. it's no, like about two, 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 three, two, three, two, two, two to, to three, three.
0: T- two to three tablespoons. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we're not. I'm not going to break this all down. Um. Just for time's sake, but I just wanted to get an idea. If if Bill cooks, what does that
1: typically look like? Um, meat and starch. No, nope, no veggies. Okay.
0: And um, all right. Yeah, I haven't seen a single vegetable on this list yet. Not a single vegetable or piece no. of fruit. Nope. Sure <laughs> sure okay. Not. Well, so what if we just start there can you what if like just some simple trades so it's not um you know we don't we 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 want to avoid all or nothing because Uh it always leads back to nothing all or nothing always leads back to nothing so what are some small tweaks that we could make here well um we could do instead of Say a protein bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you're at home. Yes. You have access to a kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about eggs? Eggs are good. Eggs are good. You like your protein. What's keeping you from making eggs? Me. All right. So you just don't want to be bothered? Exactly. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's good. Effort. Yep. Yep. That's the effort thing. Yeah. How hard is it to make eggs? Not at all. (laughs) But if that is something that feels like a lot of work right now or like too much work or whatever, that's fine. That's fine, okay? So what could we do instead? You could, and we've talked about in Evolve doing some meal planning at the beginning of the week or meal Mm -hmm. prep. So you could do something like make some egg muffins that you keep in the freezer that are you turning your nose up at that
1: i've tried the only reason why i do i have such a texture food problem i made them once and by the time that i went to do them the next day they were so slimy i i i
0: I am not a fan of frozen egg cups like especially if they don't have any kind of crust on them if i put like a piece of um like whole wheat bread in mm-hmm. the bottom to make like a, um, like I really like, uh, uh, what's the brand? Um, killer bread. Who is that? Some guy's name, something.
1: Killer oh, bread. Yeah, I know. yeah I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, my, I've heard of my, it. my
0: brain is just like, um, I have like Bob's killer bread, but I don't think that's what it is. Anyway, the like something really like nutty and grainy and, mm good. It's higher in calories, but you can take like one piece of bread. Uh Um, now you can see my hands. People who are listening cannot see my hands and you can take like a cup or some, you know, a cookie cutter or something and cut like Uh circles out of like a piece of bread. So you can Uh get like four circles out of it, put it in the bottom of the, um, cookie tin before you put the eggs in. Mm-hmm. And it, it changes the texture or what's even better is if you cube up the bread yep. and do like just even just like four or five little cubes in your mm-hmm. egg muffins, okay. um, it changes the texture and makes them so much, I think more palatable. Like I, I, I actually mm-hmm. enjoy them like that. Um, if you have a toaster oven and throw them in there, they'll get a little crispy
1: on top. Yeah. You know, when you what reheat them? My- um, Canadian bacon on the bottom and pouring the egg on top
0: I've seen the videos on Facebook and the pictures that look so beautiful <laughs> but I have yet to successfully make a can you I'm um, all oh, more power to you. you're the protein queen so I say if you can make it work and you like it and it's good then by all means do it um I have yet, not that I tried like many, many times, but I did try a couple times and both times I was like, Mm-mm, nope, not for me. <laughs> it never got that like crispy browned edge on the, you know, uh-huh. on the shell of the, I didn't have, again, I, you know, that was my experience. I think you should try it if it looks like a good idea to you. But um, Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is like an egg McMuffin. Um, and if you're trying to avoid carbs or starches, Mm -hmm. then that is a great, a great option. If again, you enjoy it, but here's the thing, we want to make sure that whatever you have available is something that you're going to want to eat.
1: Yep. I could probably do like the hard boiled eggs too.
0: Hard boiled eggs are great. Yeah. Hard boiled eggs are great. So that's setting yourself up for success, right? Creating a path of least resistance, because Mm -hmm. if we make it hard, we're, already fighting that yep. that why that how those old habits and mm-hmm. that you know those dopamine receptors in the back of your brain that are saying just give me what i want yep. i need the instant reward right you're fighting so many things so let's create the path of least resistance and if that works for you hard-boiled mm-hmm. eggs by all means that's a great option okay a hard boiled egg, two hard boiled eggs and an apple. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, whatever, whatever else you want, right. If you want like a piece of toast or you, you've got the, you don't really have any fat. There's some fat in the eggs, of course, but, um, uh-huh. you've got your mostly protein and then, um, an apple to me, that sounds like a really dry meal. I'll be honest. Like, I'm like, eh, eh, I, could eat, I could eat it. I have eaten that as a snack and it is a great nutritious snack, but if it's not going to be satisfying, what could you add that might make it a little more palatable? Does that, unless that's great for you.
1: Well, I think at that point too, I could probably take the egg and, you know, at that point, smash it up, mm-hmm. a little bit of Greek yogurt and some seasoning and kind of make like a faux egg salad. Egg salad,
0: yeah. You could even put in a little bit of mayonnaise if you wanted. True. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you don't need, you know, a quarter cup of mayonnaise. No, no. It's, uh, but a table, like a full tablespoon of mayonnaise is a hundred calories. Do you want, is it, you know, do you want that hundred calories in mayonnaise? Most of the time, my answer is yes, because I love mayonnaise.
1: (laughs) I know I'm a mayonnaise. Like, uh, yes, I, I love my mayonnaise. But you can do half a tablespoon, Yep. you know? And again, like what,
0: we're looking at the quality of our food here. So it's not, it's, you're not just, it, calories matter. Absolutely, yep. calories matter. But if those two eggs and that apple with the mayonnaise is going to hold you over more than the protein bar, mm-hmm. which is probably more of a slider food, yep. then you're creating a, a habit that supports, again, yourself, your body, and your goals. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Even even with the mayonnaise, um, the yogurt and cottage cheese. That's like if you're hungry, by all means, have a snack. Could you do something like I don't know what kind of yogurt are you? Yogurt yogurt is a slippery slope because it can be super packed with sugar. No, um, I use
1: the Greek. I do Greek. I keep the sugar content low.
0: Okay. But even Greek yogurt, if it's not sugar-free or low sugar, and I'm not saying you're doing this, but just for anyone out there listening, because again, this is one of those things that we think, oh, it's Greek yogurt. It's good for me. It can still be loaded with sugar.
1: Yes. I try to do like the Danon Fit or the Triple Zero Okios. Okay. And that will keep it like under 10 grams of sugar.
0: Okay. Okay. And again, it's totally up to you. I'm not saying yay yeah, or nay to anything. It's you have to do what works best for you. It's just, again, that mindfulness, that awareness, that mm. knowledge is power, right? Um, so there you could add again, you know, half a banana or um, if like, if that's, if just the yogurt or the cream cheese is super satisfying for you, by all means, eat it. But If you're going to eat that and then be on your way to work and stop at Dunkin' Donuts and be like, oh, I'm still hungry, I'm not satisfied, I'm just going to grab a donut with my coffee, then a better option might have been to have, say, a piece of toast or Mm -hmm. a banana or, you know, something that, again, is more nutrient dense because that's going to hold you over, give you better energy, not going to slide right. I love donuts, but it's going to slide right through you.
1: Yeah, I'm really good about that. But what my new thing has been is that they have their bacon snacks.
0: Oh, I don't know what that is, but it sounds delightful.
1: (laughs) It's from Dunkin' Donuts, so I'm sure it is. 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 So they're like um, cracked pepper and just a smidge of like a sprinkle of sugar on top.
0: Oh, so so you're getting that salty, fat, sugary, sweet, Yeah. yeah.
1: But it's bacon, so you know, protein. No, bacon is not yeah. protein. <laughs> well, it is, but then it's probably more fat, but it's it protein. So, you know, I, I rationalize it. It's protein.
0: Pork rinds are not protein, pork rinds are fat. Bacon does, it does have some meat on it, so it, is, it does have some protein. Yes. But it's kind of like considering an avocado a vegetable.
1: Yes. Exactly. Avocado does have a lot of fiber,
0: so it is a great fat choice for yeah. talking about macros, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a fat. The majority of the calories come from fat. Yes. And in a in a in a piece of bacon, the majority of calories come from the fat. It's what makes it so delicious. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know <laughs> if it wasn't bacon, it would just be ham and then
1: you know. Ham oh, is good. <laughs> ham is good. Oh, I love ham. Yeah, for sure. So do I. You know, and then, you know, my mom made it with the glaze with the orange juice and brown right. sugar. So, you know, it was even better. <laughs> I totally hear
0: you. Totally hear you. All right. So it's up to you what we want to do about the bacon. What are they called? Bacon snacks. Bacon snacks. Totally up to you what you want to do about those bacon snacks. Um, you know, I feel like if, it's going to be too much of a temptation because you've opened Pandora's box Mm -hmm. and I know it is very hard. Like once that box is open, just like with your deep fried Oreos and deep fried Twinkies, it is a slippery, slippery slope.
1: I need to start making my own coffee and bringing it to work and just not even stopping. I was going to say that. That was going to be my next suggestion. Um, Either that or taking... um, you know, doing my, doing my protein coffee actually, and that I usually keep very. You know, um, I use a bariatric protein powder, so um, that in itself is really. You know, it's twenty grams of protein per scoop, very low cal. It's all of them are under like a hundred calories a scoop, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so when I do my protein shakes, that one I can really say I'm keeping at under 200 calories because I'm not adding anything to it other than milk yeah I do my milk and that's it so you know when I do my protein shakes that is a true you know at least weight loss friendly calorie wise option for me
0: yeah especially if I don't know what kind of coffee do you typically get at Dunkin Donuts
1: Depends. A lot of times I will do normal, you know, normal coffee, which is cream. Um, sometimes I will do a latte. Um, and then when I'm really bad, I do my frozen coffee with You're not bad.
0: You're not bad for eating food. You're never bad for eating food. <laughs> I have a treat of frozen. <laughs> when you it's, choose uh, to have frozen coffee. Yeah, my
1: frozen caramel coffee. Yeah.
0: How often does that happen? Um, Maybe once a week. Okay. So the reason I asked was because, um, you know, we're talking calories, like calorie Mm -hmm. swapping here. Then the, well, the, the, you said the protein coffee that you would make at home would be about Mm -hmm. 200 calories. If you were just getting a black cup of coffee with cream at Dunkin' Donuts, that's probably Mm going to be more like 60 calories. So now we've just swapped, 60 for 100, you know, 140 extra calories, but, and this is where we have to really think about this, but if that cup of coffee with just cream also comes with 300 calories in bacon snacks, <laughs> then definitely the protein coffee is a, is a better choice.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it's, again, it's that mindfulness, it's that data, it's that knowledge that allows us to make the choices. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So again, that, that's totally up to you. And it doesn't, listen, it's not pass or fail, right? It's not pass or fail, but set yourself up for success. Create the path of least resistance. If going through the drive-through at Dunkin' Donuts is a slippery slope, if you don't know whether or not you're going to get the caramel macchiato and bacon snacks, or you're going to get the plain coffee with half and half, you're at risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's okay to get the karma macchiato and bacon snacks if that's what you really want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you, but you, you got to really ask, like, is this what I really want? Is this all the way down the line? Yeah. Yep. Is this what I really want? Um, versus, you know, no, choosing to not have it and making another, another choice. Mm-hmm. and again it's totally up to you you're the only one who can make your decisions yes as for lunch um, <laughs> fast food again it's and you know the thing is like anytime we we put ourselves in a position to eat those types of foods mm-hmm. we put ourselves at at risk for making choices that don't honor ourselves, our body, and our goals. So as much as I would like to say, and, and if this is something that works for you, then by all means do it. Um, you know, pick if if McDonald's or Wendy's is your only option, mm-hmm. then you but you you still have the choice of what you order. Yeah. And this is a really great, easy way to get some vegetables that you don't have to prepare if you order a, like the salads at Wendy's are I love their salads yeah yeah but if going through that drive-through is going to be too tempting because those old habits die hard you pull up to that window and you're you know you're the whole way to the you're driving you're like I'm gonna get the bacon or the the barbecue chicken salad I'm gonna get the barbecue chicken salad and then hi welcome to Wendy's can I take your order yes I'll have a cheeseburger and nuggets ah I mean, no. Nah, okay, it's already come out of my mouth. Mm, I guess that's what I'm getting, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's really hard because now you're like, your brain is already like, oh yeah, I'm getting some cheese. I'm getting a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets. Awesome, right? So now you have to fight that all again. Like, you're probably not right. going to say, no, no, I'm sorry. Actually, can I get a salad? <laughs> it's, yeah, the, the likelihood it's not there, right? So if you can avoid going there altogether, that is best because then you're not faced with that temptation. So what Mm -hmm. could you take that you will want to eat?
1: Um, I've been focusing a lot on the little tuna packets, the flavored ones. Mm -hmm. So that um, plus I get the um, little packs of the unsweetened applesauce. So do those, and... I can
0: tell you right now, as someone who just told me that they really like flavor, Mm -hmm. what's the like, like, I feel like the likelihood of you saying, oh, I'm gonna enjoy my tuna and unsweetened applesauce today instead of going to Wendy's. Like, is that really gonna happen? Is that really gonna happen?
1: The tuna is flavored. It's flavored in your packets. So I do get the flavored tuna packets.
0: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I caught that. Is that are you still going to choose the flavored tuna? Just because you take it doesn't
1: mean you're going to eat it. No, because I haven't. And I will tell you that they've been sitting there forever. <laughs> is your do I take my lunch? The next probably best question is how long has that lunch been sitting at work?
0: Yeah. So that's why I'm asking you, what will you take that you will actually eat? Because good intentions only go so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe that's something to really think about and focus yeah, on. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to.
0: Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. again, that's a question that only you can answer. Sure. But I can tell you that going through that drive-through is mm-hmm. not the answer that you want to make. No, it's, it's not. Just, it's
1: not. And no, you're the not. only
0: one who can make that choice exactly so set yourself up for success find something that works well you could do the hard-boiled eggs if you're you know you Mm can you could take a ham sandwich you could you know I mean there are lots of things that you could do that don't look like a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets correct that you would still be able to enjoy yep I agree ham and ham sandwich is that an option Like is that something that you would? I'm just throwing that out there as an idea, but,
1: um, yeah, it would because I do eat sandwiches at home. Mm -hmm. Um, try to stay away from the carbs, though. Mm
0: -hmm. You, but you're, you're, listen, you're getting cheeseburger and chicken nuggets.
2: I know. I don't want to hear you're staying away
0: from the carbs and you're not going to eat bread because I
1: know know. (laughs) it's an excuse. It's a dumb dumb excuse. I know, because it goes back to my all or nothing. Right. It goes back to my all or nothing. So yep. it's like, if I'm going to have a ham sandwich, I might as well be having a cheeseburger. Yep. And that's not true, because no, the know. ham... I <laughs> know. I know. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm-hmm. So it's making the smaller choices now, and just keep making them. Yeah. That's...
0: That... It's that simple. That doesn't mean that it's easy, but it is that simple. Mm -hmm. And recognizing that you may not make that choice every single day. I want you to, and you want to, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have a really stressful day at work and you're going to say, screw it. I'm going to Wendy's and I'm going to get a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets. But what happens after that is what really matters. Exactly. If you go through that drive through and you eat that cheeseburger and chicken nuggets, fine. But what do you do next? Do you beat yourself up and tell yourself that you're never going to be successful, that you can't do this, that it's too hard, that you're too broken, go down that rabbit hole, give all of that power to that cheeseburger and chicken nuggets. Are you going to say, all right, I ate, some che- I ate a cheeseburger and some chicken nuggets because I was having a bad day. What can I do next time instead? Uh-huh. And what is my next choice going to be? Because that's what we tend to do is, well, screw it. I had a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets. The day is shot. I'm going to hit up McDonald's on my way home and get a cheeseburger and chicken nuggets from there too. You're fighting your your habits, you're mm-hmm. fighting um, your emotions, and you're also fighting now because you've given that your brain, your body, the, the little dopamine response that's like, oh yes, I feel better now. And so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to feel even better when I get the cheeseburger from McDonald's after work today. I'm going to feel even better. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're fighting all of that now on your way home from work. Yep. And you have to remind yourself that it's okay. You can, you can fight. You can win that battle. You don't have to, you, your car does not have to go through that McDonald's drive through just because it went through the Wendy's drive-thru. Mm-hmm. True. Um, but even better is to take your lunch. Yeah. And don't, don't, don't give yourself that opportunity to um, have to fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't create that yeah. battle.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Find new ways to cope with the stress of work, deep breathing, meditation, mm-hmm. affirmations, go for a walk around the, the office. I know it's nighttime, so you're probably not going to go outside and go for a walk, but get up and move your body. You mm-hmm. know, do, you've got to create new habits to take yep. the place of the old habits. Correct. And just saying, I'm not going to do this anymore is not a solution.
1: No, it's not. You have to have a plan in place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you do. You got to have that backup mm-hmm. plan. Absolutely. Um okay. Uh That that pretty much, I mean, you know, again, you know, you know. But I I would love to mm-hmm. see you maybe sit down with a piece of paper and a pen. And write down the foods that you enjoy, that you consider nutrient-dense, that honor yourself, your body, and your goals. Okay. You know? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, like, if the broccoli with a slice of cheese on top is going to get you to eat broccoli, I'm just using this as an example, Mm -hmm. that's okay, because that broccoli with a slice of cheese on top is way better for your body than fries from McDonald's.
1: Absolutely, it won't be the broccoli though. There is nothing that could make broccoli better. <laughs> That's totally fine. I'm just using it as an example. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I've actually, as I said, in the last few years, I re- I really have gotten myself out of my comfort zone with vegetables. Um, I actually now will eat Brussels sprouts. Nice air fryer. So I'll like cut them up and you know put some you know seasoning, salt, and stuff on them and put them in the air fryer. Um, So, yeah, I've kind of gotten out of my comfort zone, things that I never thought I would have. Good, good. Consistency
0: is key, but consistency does not mean perfection. Correct. But you have, you are the only one who can make the choices. You are the only one who can do the work. Correct. Create that path of least resistance. Yeah. Um, Know that change is possible. Yep. Yep. And not just because other people have done it or because you've done it in the past, but because you can do it right now. Mm-hmm. Every opportunity, every choice is an opportunity to mm-hmm. decide what you're going to do. Yes. Every single one, no matter what the previous choice was. Correct. Your ne- Every choice is yours to make, period. Yes. All right. Do you have any questions? No, I think... Um... I think I got it. All right. That's a little bit of tough it. love. Got to give you a little bit of tough love there. Absolutely. I totally agree. I need yeah. it. Yeah. You you've got this. You you're you're worth it. You know that? Yes. You're worth Definitely. the hard work. Yes. It's again it's it's simple but it's not easy. No, it's
1: not. Yeah. I wish it was.
0: But you can do it. Yes. And you've got the members of Evolve. To yes. Hold you up so don't yep. be shy you come yep. in there and you tell us what's going on and we will yep. help you yeah come to the group coaching calls absolutely all right all right so thank you so much for oh, thank you. yeah you're welcome you are very welcome looking forward to seeing what you choose for your breakfasts and your lunches next week because
1: i'm on vacation this week so this will be really interesting so this week will be interesting and then getting back into um so hopefully i can get some habits that can sustain me going into next week because it won't be obviously the same spend some time journaling yes
0: you know Mm uh don't i don't wait until Next week to start, right? Yes. This isn't mm-hmm. we aren't starting yeah. and stopping. This is your yeah, life. Yeah. You are living your life every single day. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So don't wait to start on Monday. Nope. Yep. The one thing I want you to start doing is thinking and then doing. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Good. Okay. Sue, so thank you so much for, for being here have. and I will see you in Evolve absolutely take care you too bye Bye -bye. thanks for listening to learn more about the imperfect life philosophy and methodology for letting go of perfection in order to live a truly happy healthy lifestyle check out my website at imperfectlife.com where you'll find access to my free on-demand workshop with my six-step approach to responsible weight loss as well as links to come socialize with me on facebook instagram pinterest and youtube make it a great day